Welcome to the Rendezvous podcast this week. Uh, it's just Davis and I have the distinct pleasure to be interviewing my dad, Dave, and Rob Forster about the upcoming Lake DeSmith ice fishing tournament. My dad and Rob are both from the Sheridan Rotary Club, and so they're going to be promoting that ice fishing tournament and promoting Rotary. So first off, uh, guys, what is Rotary? Well, Rotary International is a is probably the world's largest service organization, Davis. Um, we're worldwide. There are Rotary clubs in every community in the United States and throughout Europe and, and Asia. We're probably best known for the eradication of polio. Um, Rotary took on that project back in the 1980s uh, with the help of the WHO, that's World Health Organization, not Pete Townsend and Roger Daltrey. <laughs> Just to be clear on that. And um, we, we have Rotary Clubs serve the community and internationally. We have scholarships for youth programs. And we're one of the largest uh, exchange programs for students. We have Rotary Exchange students, yes. Um, basically, Davis, when there's a shit storm out there in the on the planet you can you can be sure that rotary international is there with volunteers and our checkbooks to uh to help out help out to fix things right make it right um it's started in 1905 i believe by a fellow by the name of paul harris out of chicago and it started as a men's business uh, organization to um, promote goodwill, and then they started doing charitable work. Yeah, uh, work. charitable work. Yeah, and it grew from there. Out of Chicago, uh, Sheridan Rotary Club started in 1919. We just celebrated our 100th centennial project, and. The Sheridan Rotary Club raised money and we put a giant archway across the uh, north main interchange. Took Rob and I and a couple committee members a lot of time, to lot of time a lot of fundraising. And uh, that's coming to fruition here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. It's coming to fruition as in uh, you guys are, what, what needs to be done to finish that sign? Oh, um, they, they took the, the two big signs off and then um, they're putting a backing on it so it has a better, um, it, it sh it's shows the sign, it's got some relief in the background. Otherwise it was kind of blended into the structure behind there, so. Okay. Yeah, you'll have to Google that when it's done, right? Uh, and take mm -hmm. a look at it. We'll put, we'll put some pictures on it. It's lighted, it'll look great at night, it'll, It'll welcome people to the Sheridan, Wyoming community as they drive in. And uh, that's just one of the many projects that Rotary has done throughout the community. We built parks, trail systems, um, 
you guys do a project every single year, right? We try to. Yeah, this yeah. year we have the Rotary Ice Fishing Derby. And what we do with these projects is we fundraise and then we give the money uh, to local charities, uh, nonprofit organizations. We try and focus on the kids of the community or the needy. And um, we have a little international project this year that we're going to fund called Project Schoolhouse, mm -hmm. which we're real excited to always be a part of. Provide clean drinking water for poor communities in um, Nicaragua. Nicaragua, right? I think it's it's in uh, South America and in the Central America. Um, and it's it's uh, organized by a local Sheridan boy named Tab Barker. So, but also we're also going to um, give money to uh, Joey's Fly Fishing, which is an organization that provides um, encouragement for troubled youth by um, teaching them how to fly fish, including tying flies and making their own rods and then fishing. And then the third charitable organization that will be recipient of that derby is um, the Gutter Bin, which is a, a mechanism that's installed in, um, in the uh, storm drain system. So it captures, sorry, my dog is, really loud, uh, captures litter, cigarette butts, and also petroleum products before it gets to the, to the stream, to the rivers. Um, and so basically this whole fishing derby is about, it's got a fresh water or clean water focus um, for the project schoolhouse to provide clean water, the gutter bin to, to clean water before it gets to the stream, and then Joey's fishing, which uses water to um, help troubled youth. That's great. So um, you guys are donating the proceeds to three businesses. If people can't by chance make the, uh, make the ice fishing derby, but still wanted to make a donation to these causes, uh, how could they go about doing that? So the Sheridan Rotary Foundation is a 501c3, and they can make a donation to the Sheridan Rotary Foundation in any amount, and then we will take that money and distribute it to either all three or the uh, charity of their choice. It would be up to that individual how they want to, which one they'd want to fund. We would make sure that it gets to the right place. And it is tax deductible. <laughs> awesome. So uh, what does it take to be a member of Rotary? Can anybody be a member or um, like how do you how do you join Rotary and be a part of uh, this organization as a whole? You have to be. Uh, OK, first of all, you can't be a felon or in jail. Uh, other than that, <laughs> if you pay your dues, we'd love to have you. No, I'm serious. Uh, it's a what we do is if you want to become a member, you make an application, and then we review your application and vote on you. Make sure that you that we approve of your of your membership, and then you can become a member. You pay your dues, attend meetings, and then we'll put you to work in these volunteer um, 
you know, these projects that we have. And then also um, we request that you help with monetary donations if you can't provide um, charitable donations through labor. And typically how the Rotary Clubs grow their membership is through other Rotarians sponsoring um, prospective members. And we, we try and target people with high ethical uh, personalities yeah. and Professional. professionals, mm -hmm. um, whether they work in government or business, uh, service-minded folks that we, that, that have that common interest of giving back. Um, you know, the community of Sheridan has been very good to me and, and to other Rotarians. So it's, it's a service organization that, that gives us the opportunity to give back, give back to the, com uh, the community, give back to our country and give back to uh, the international part. And, and so we, we do target those folks that we see out in the community that we think would enhance our club and that have that like-minded interest of giving. Um, that's, how, that's how Rotary works. You know, it's, the one thing about it though is it's fun. So we have meetings twice a month and um, at the meetings we, um, we do, first of all, we celebrate uh, um, charitable organizations that may be around the community. We get to speak about the good things that have happened in our lives and we can share that with our, or, with our members. And then um, we just today we had a meeting and we had uh, three students that we, rec that we recognized that were outstanding students for Sheridan College uh, Arveda Claremont and Sheridan High School. Um, that, <clears throat> that really is what really bring, it makes my heart swell to see such good kids that we get to recognize in, at our meetings. So, right. <clears throat> One of the things Sheridan Rotary Club does also is uh, we raise money to send our, jun our junior high youth or and high school youth. We'll try and pick five or six good students out of the junior high <laughs> high school and send them to what they call RILA, Rotary Youth Leadership, which of course you did get to participate in Davis and you can speak highly of that. And it's a week-long camp that we teach ethics and leadership skills to youth and um, just, you, you know what RILA is, you, you've been there. And so, those, are, so those are the things that we, we do. So talking about Ryla, uh, that was one of my best weeks of my life. Um, you had the opportunity to be a counselor at Ryla, was that two summers ago? It was. And you, came, you didn't go like when you were a kid and you came back and you were astounded how great that camp was. Do you want to say anything along those it, lines? Yeah, Davis, it was one of the most moving weeks I've ever spent, most fulfilled. That week of being a camp, uh, camp counselor up there at uh, Estes Park YMCA campus where it was held. It's where the R5240 Club uh, District 
Rotary District holds our RILA. And I met fabulous, wonderful people, adults and youth. And uh, it was a very growing experience for me. And I just can't speak highly enough of Rotary's participation in that. It's just a, a great deal and will always be a fond memory of mine. So if someone wanted to join Rotary, um, who, who could they contact to, so you wouldn't have to go to them to recruit them? If they wanted to join, who could they contact and how could they get, like, do, does Sharon Rotary have a website where you could do an application or a yeah, Facebook page maybe? SharonRotary.com. And I think every Rotary club in the country, wherever you're sitting listening to this podcast, there's probably a local Rotary club that has a website that you could Google and get on. And there would be contact information uh, for any individual that would want to join Rotary and be a part of the world's greatest service organization. All right. And with that, let's, Let's talk a little bit ice fishing. Um, That's way more interesting. Yeah. How'd you guys come up with uh, the idea of an ice fishing tournament? So As we a fundraiser. Didn't, yeah, we didn't come up with it. It was Megan Powers, actually, our Rotary president that came up with it. And she, so, I mean, what she did is she thought she, she wanted a project and she wanted to raise money for these charitable organizations and and she thought, you know what, a fishing derby would be perfect, especially in this COVID pandemic. People can be outside; they don't have to worry about, you know, social distancing. They're all they're already going to be far apart, and it fits within our our focus on clean water and and helping youth. So it was her idea, and it was a great idea, and we just jumped right on board and decided we're going to embrace it and make it work. Yeah, we have about a half a dozen committee members that meet once a week and uh, to put this thing together out at Lake D. Smith, which, like Rob said, because of COVID, there will be no problem with social distancing. The lake is about seven miles long, about a mile wide, if you're familiar with Lake D. Smith. And um, we'd like to make it an annual event. We're going to see how that goes. We the, the sponsorship has been amazing. We have about $20,000 already raised in sponsorships. Um, right now, the organization that I work for, Tegler & Associates, was a major sponsor, at, along with Liberty Mutual Insurance, Shared Media, and then um, Anheuser-Busch Bighorn Beverage. Uh, they're a limited sponsor also. They, so we give them a plug, but there's there's a bunch. We have a bunch of $500 sponsors, a couple thousand dollar sponsors off the top of my head. Dick Hammer, Hammer Chevrolet is a thousand dollar sponsor. So all in all, we're looking, we're looking real good with uh, monetary sponsors. So we're, we know we're going to be giving some money out because we haven't even included the, the, folks that are going to sign up and participate. So, well. what, what was your goal to 
what was your fundraising goal for this first year tournament? Our goal was to raise $6,000 to give $2,000 per charity. And we crushed that. Oh yeah, I crushed that. <laughs> we we're gonna crush that, Davis. Yeah. yeah. $2,000 for each one of those charities, just that alone would have been, they were so thankful to hear that we, that we could come up with that. So they're gonna be very happy when they actually get their check. That's awesome. Yeah. And we're giving out a ton of prize money on top of it. Oh, so, okay, so let's talk about the prizes. What are the prizes and uh, how, how can I win money at this ice fishing tournament? Because I, I can use some cash. Catch a fish this time, Dave. It's the last <laughs> fishing derby. You got skunked. Two days of nada, zilt. Zero. Well, at least this one has prizes for perch and walleye, actual fish. <laughs> so, okay, I'll tell you. Okay, we have four categories. Perch, kokanee salmon, trout, and walleye. The, the longest fish in each category will, will win a grand, $1,000. And then the second longest will win, win $300, and the third longest will win $200. If there's a tie... The, the fish that's caught first will take the first prize. If they're caught at the same time, then we'll flip a coin. So I thought, I thought on the website it said they were going to be weighed to see um, as a tiebreaker. Nope, that's not true. No, the tiebreaker is the time they're caught. And then um, and if they're caught at the same time, it'll be a coin flip. The only fish that's weighed is the longest fish of the day. Okay. And that fish will weigh, and if the last two digits of that fish's weight matches a two-digit number that's given to us by an insurance company, then that person will win $25,000. So when will you know the last two digits? Uh, so at 4.30, when we, when we close the, the derby, then the, the longest fish, which we'll keep, will, measure, will weigh, and, if, and we have to do it all with with our, our camera phones and video it because it has to be, I mean, it, you, you, could, you could possibly cheat the system, right? So we have to, we have to video this whole- Although Rotarians don't cheat. We don't though. cheat, no, but, but the insurance company doesn't trust us. <laughs> then, well, which, so, um... which was interesting because I sell a lot of summer hole-in-one insurance for golf and, and we were thinking, gosh, would it be great to have a grand prize? So I found an insurance company that, that does uh, fishing derbies and got a hold of them. And, and they've got some pretty strict rules that the envelope that that two digit comes in can't be opened until you weigh the fish. Right. It has to be done after the weigh. Yep. Okay. After so weigh the, the numbers are picked that we won't know what the numbers are until after the fish. Is we are, I have the numbers. The, the, the package has been delivered. I have it right here. But did you hold that up next to a light or something? <laughs> right here. Right awesome. Here. Can you read that? Yeah. Do, Do not, not open. open. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty specific. And, but the chance, you know, it's cool that you can win 25 grand. How great would that be? 
Yeah. So give an example, like how the two digits have to match. So, so let's say the longest fish is a, is a 20 inch walleye and that walleye weighs 12 pounds uh, and then 0.12 ounces. All right. That last two digits, one, two, if it matches what's ever in that envelope, that person gets to cash a $25,000 check. So they're so, doing it in ounces. So you've got one in 16, the chances of a one in 16 chance of winning the 25,000 if you have the biggest fish. Yeah, that's, that's actually pretty good odds. Yeah, we think you know? so. You know, and we forgot to talk about the two, two we're putting in, the Wyoming Game and Fish has been fantastic. They're putting in 200 tag fish a what couple kind of days. Fish? They're all they're uh, 14 to 16 inch rainbow trout. Okay. Yep. So if you catch a rainbow trout with a tag on it, you're going to win fifty dollars. And they, the the game and fish have done these uh, derbies before, and well, you would think that there's no chance that a fish would be caught in a big lake like that, but they expect a fifty percent catch rate especially in the winter, because I guess the fish don't, they're pretty lethargic in the winter, I guess. Well, they're probably hungry. And they're hungry. <laughs> yeah. And they don't, they don't stray a hell of a long way from uh, where they're released. So do you guys, which is the secret. Uh, do, you, do you guys at least know what day they're being released? I do. Is it next week or have they already done it? Next it is week. next week. It's yeah. a couple okay. days prior to Saturday. That's what we can tell you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> can't tell the location. <laughs> <laughs> right. yeah. But, you know, it'd be great to have a bunch of tagged rainbows caught. They'll have a – it'll. the tags will say rotary. Rotary. Derby. Fish derby. Yeah. Rotary fish derby. So, that, you know, they'll know which – tag it is and because yeah. i'm sure there's tagged fish in there from the summer tournaments they do and other tournaments the lions club has one and you know we've had local businesses give us a bunch of door prizes oh yeah that's right. we, yeah so what do you have for door prizes well, well it's, uh so it's uh rocky mountain Di discount sports Yes, um, we, they were very good to us. Rocky Mountain Discount Sports needs a plug. They are giving us a whole bunch of fishing poles, lures, uh, ice fishing equipment. Um, it's about $1,000 worth of, of equipment that we're going to be giving away. Yeah. And what's nice about that, Davis, now everybody that signs up will get a ticket. They'll have a number. And then throughout the day, we're going to pull those numbers. Yeah. And... Uh, go find that person that, that we pull and be able to give them a, a, a nice door prize. And, and yeah. there should be a lot of door prizes. Right. Probably not go find them, but just have a board. There'll be a board. And just have their names on there. Well, there's also a, the awards banquet, which is at the end of the day up at the, the, um, the lake stop. And that's where they'll be able to pick up their door prizes. And all, that's also where we'll award all the, the cash prizes. And the Lake Stop is a bar restaurant type thing. So, yeah, it's a, it's a complex. They have a motel, hotel, uh, 
a bar and a dining room. Okay, so I think that's going to, there There was a wrench in the plan as of tonight. Uh-oh, I didn't hear that. There was a family emergency and the lake stop will be closed. So it'll be at oh, the, no, we'll just have to do it at the Lions Club. We'll have to do it at the Lions Club building, building on the lake. Okay. And the yeah. Lions Club, Club building is going to be the main headquarters, right? Where yes. everything's yeah. getting weighed. And that's at the south end of the lake. South end of the lake, right there in the, in the cove. Yep. Okay. And so, so, okay. So to sign up for the tournament, um, where can you go to sign up? That is rotaryicefishingderby.eventbrite.com. Again, that's rotaryicefishingderby.eventbrite.com. And I saw you can also get tickets at Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. Is that correct? Yes, they, they will sign you up there at Rocky Mountain Discount Sports. And we, we invite people to come out Saturday and sign up. Yep. Sign up so on the day. They can yeah, they get can. their day of. Yes, because, you know, ice fishermen are the blue-collar type beer <laughs> drinkers, baby. You know they have a hard time turning on a computer. Yeah. So for those for those those ice fishing fans out there that don't want to mess with a website and are the old fashioned type like our like your grandfather was who wouldn't have got on a website if you put a gun to his head, we're gonna let those fellas show up with their cooler beer and uh, sign up right there on the spot. Right. We'll take, <laughs> we'll, we'll take their money and give them a ticket. Yep, they'll get a ticket right there. Great. So um, what's, what is the registration fee? $50, except if you, if you register online, it's $45. Okay. And the registration will end on Friday, online. Online on Friday. Okay. What's a, do, is there a certain time people have to be signed up Saturday? To... We'd like them signed up before 1030, but if they show up late, we'll probably let them in. And again, that's Saturday, February 27th, if we haven't said the date. Yeah. I don't, I don't know think we had. I was going to say that here at the end. But, um, great. So, unfortunately, I think you guys picked a bad weekend because Buffalo is also having their uh, ski joring. They're, oh, it's, those guys, that's the same weekend. So oh, that, doesn't, that doesn't matter. The, the ski joring isn't the same crowd. Is an ice fishing? Yeah, those are horse snobs, Davis. <laughs> God dang it! I don't know. We don't, like... we don't want horse snobs out there <laughs> on the lake. <laughs> I, what are the tournament hours? What so? What time do fish have to be caught by and turned in? So according to the, our rules, you have to catch in on February twenty seventh. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no other rules. Um, we're going to close the the um the weigh-in times are, are, are measuring times at 4 30 in the afternoon so close uh, at 4 30 not five because i thought the website side yeah. website said five yeah. 4 35 <laughs> okay. uh so uh we we don't care they can catch them whenever they want on on the 27th we're gonna inspect those fish so somebody couldn't sneak one in that's been frozen or 
caught from another location. And, uh, but um, we're going to, you know, part of it, you have to depend on some people's um, honesty to, to, that they caught it on that day. So. Yeah. Um, our, obviously it's been freezing cold lately. So I take it there's no concerns about the thickness of the ice. Like no, we've got the ice is, is six inches at a minimum and it's growing. Um, so there'll be no problems with ice. And people can drive four wheelers on Lake DeSmet, correct? Yeah, we don't control the lake. They have to follow the rules of the game and fish. And you can certainly drive on that lake with your four wheeler or your car if, you, if you're that brave. You do have to follow the rules of the game and fish. You have to have a fishing license unless you're under the age of 12 and you have to be with an adult with a fishing license. So um, for future reference, you guys should probably, if you do this next year, should have a prize for kids specifically. Um, that's, I don't know, that's a, what a lot of places do have like a little kid, biggest fish caught by kids or whatever. Anyways. It sounds like you want to be on our committee next year. <laughs> well, I offered this year, and you didn't, you didn't take any. You're more than welcome. To join us. <laughs> um, are there any specific uh, game and fish regulations you think should this. be mentioned? No, there's no. You can nothing. have live bait, right? In Lake DeSmit, you can. Yeah, you can yeah. use minnows. Follow the rules for minnows have to be purchased within the state of Wyoming and um, you can use any live bait, worms, uh, maggots, whatever. Yeah. Great. Uh, I think that was all of my questions. Um, We're going to uh, probably go out Saturday to the lake and... Um, do a little test fish ourselves if you want to drive over from Cody. I, I have, to, I have to officiate. Oh, you have to officiate? Yeah. Who, you, who are you officiating? Cody, JV, boys and girls. So have you told your podcast listeners that you're no longer a juvenile delinquent in college drinking beer and whatnot? Yeah. Passing thought, out the storm. Now you're a professional engineer over in Cody. Well, I put that, we, I did an episode with Art a couple of weeks ago with Zach and Art and uh, made that announcement, but I just put that episode out yesterday. But Is yeah, Art going to come out to the lake and uh, ice fish? If he has the day off, they're calving right now. Um, oh, he probably so won't. I, I doubt he has that day off, but yeah, I'm trying to get a lot of, a lot of well, my friends there. Well, early to be calving already. You'll have, huh? So you'll have to listen to our last podcast, and he explains why they're calving this early. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. well, we, we'll we'll miss Art and his tractor thoughts if he doesn't make it out on Lake DeSmith. <laughs> yeah, we also had the tractor thoughts section, so it's a pretty, the last episode's a pretty funny episode. Well, that's nice. Okay. Hopefully you get some of your um, listeners out there on Lake DeSmith or uh, some of your friends, Davis, to join us. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, with that, do you guys have any final thoughts about 
anything? Anything you'd like to add? You know, I I think um, I think this is a, one of those events that uh, will will continue to do, and uh, Rotary can be a part of. You know, Rotary and the Wyoming outdoors go hand in hand. We've we built parks and ponds, and this is just another evolution of how Rotary can get folks out in the outdoors of Wyoming, even though it's, you know, winters can be long and hard. Ice fishing is one of those recreational sports that uh, folks can enjoy and show up. And, you know, your grandfather used to ice fish sun up to sundown and that's not my gig. You know, I'm good for about two or three hours and I'm ready to call it a day. <laughs> You know that. But those are fun. Yeah, those are. That's a fun three or four hours, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, hopefully, we'll introduce some new folks to the sport of ice fishing. I know the Wyoming Game and Fish are, is really excited for us to be doing this to promote ice fishing. They they do a tremendous job of stocking Lake De Smith with fish, and uh, they they're they're excited about us holding this event. And I think it's I think it's one of those rotary projects that we can see doing in the future. Yeah. Well, and I think uh, I'm no biologist, but I I would venture to say having ice fishing tournaments is beneficial to fish populations during the winter because it has people specifically drilling holes in the ice and helps the water stay aerated a little bit. So they don't lose a bunch of oxygen in the water water system. That would be my guess. I'm like I said, I'm no biologist, but well, you probably didn't do as well in that biology class as your old man did. <laughs> well, let me tell you, scratching my head going back about forty years to that biology class at the University of Wyoming. I, I think you're kind of full of shit. <laughs> <laughs> That doesn't, that doesn't hold that, water, baby. <laughs> just uh, saying. Maybe I'll do a little bit more research on that. And prove it wrong. <laughs> you should. All right. One you thing I did want to mention. No, thank you. No. One thing I did want to mention about Rotary that I have found you has always been intriguing and cool to me is when you guys in the fall do your buckskin shoot that promotes outdoors you guys bring in other rotary members from other states and oh yeah uh, that's yeah that's yeah that's good... one of our favorite projects davis rob and i have been guiding a mule deer hunt for what 20 years now at least yeah so every every fall first week in october we have a visiting rotary club that comes to sheridan and back in the 1950s the district governor of Rotary was a Sheridan man by the name of Jack Gage. And Jack was pretty sharp. He convinced the Wyoming Game and Fish to give the Sheridan Rotary Club 25 mule deer licenses every year. And of course we don't use 25, we'll use half a dozen to a eight on a good year. 
And the rest of them we give to um, Wounded Warrior Projects. And a local ranch out here invites wounded warriors. And they use, they buy our, they buy our uh, game and fish tags. And they take the wounded warriors out to hunt. And then the, what we do is we take a visiting rotary club to local uh, hunting ranches out here, local ranchers that allow us to hunt. And through, we have good fellowship with these visiting Rotarians. And uh, we usually get them a monster muley that they can take back to their clubs. They've come from California, Ohio, Florida, Minnesota. We've met Rotarians from, boy, we've, we've, over 20 years, Rob and I have met Rotarians from all over Mississippi. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's been fun. And we've. We've taken them out on a day, and we have a sim similar type of uh, competition where the biggest muley wins the Calcutta. Yeah, yeah. Auction them off. Auction off the hunter, and, um, and Rob and I have won that, and we've ended up second. Many times. Many, many times. <laughs> <laughs> Too many. We're the champions of second place. Yeah. That, that, David, that's first place of losers. <laughs> That is a really good, a really good thing. I'm glad you brought. I'm that glad up. you brought that up, yeah. Davis, because that part of Rotary is the fellowship with other Rotarians, mm -hmm. and that's that's. Uh, well, God, we've been going doing that gunpowder and buckskin hunt is what it's called since what 1958. Yeah, I think it was 1958. Mm -hmm. Wow, that we've had visiting club come out to Sheridan, Wyoming, and um, and visit us. Well, that's great. Um, I, th I think that's pretty much a wrap on the episode. Just one more reminder for our listeners. Uh, February 27th, out at Lake DeSmit, ice fishing tournament. You can get signed up at uh, Rotary Ice Fishing. Rotary Ice Fishing Derby dot eventbrite.com. And I'll have that link up on our social medias the next week. I've been looking forward to this tournament since you guys told me about it, which was back in December, I think, or maybe November. Um, yeah, so I'm super excited. Uh, February 27th, Lake DeSmit, be there or be square. <laughs> Thanks, we'll see, you. We'll see you next time on The Rendezvous.